Today's Amid is Daf Kufnun Dalan Amid Beis. We're starting from the top of the Amid. The Mishnah was talking about if you're going on Shabbos, on Erev Shabbos with Yichamar, and now it's Hirkshech Lay Bederech. So, Chazal will make all that you could continue bringing your stuff on the Chamar, because if not, you might be Oyvan Isidereisa. And the Gemara says, earlier, that you have to do it by Ethan, then any time the animal stops, you have to take it off and only put it back on when the animal's moving. And that way, the animal won't be doing an Akira and the Anacha. Then the mission says, when you get to the last outer Chatzar, and Chazawa only Mekel, because they're afraid that you might lose it. Once you get to a civilization, you get to the Chatzar Chitzayna, presumably, the owner is somebody that you know is reliable, and you're not afraid it'll be stolen from there. So, already it says, anything that's not muksa, just take off. And anything that's muksa, you're not allowed to touch. So then you undo the ropes, and the sack can fall down. So, what if that, what if you have glass kalim? Right? What do you do now? You don't want them to break. So maybe car muksasis, you get mattresses, cushions, and you put it under the kalim, put it under the animal, and you, right, you could pile them up really high, I guess, and you kind of gently open up the thing, and the, the sakin, the, the clay skuchas fall down onto the car muksasis. What's the problem? Just take it, pick them up. So Shailish said, why, why, why do I ask from the Mishnah? I mean, the it's Pashat. Right? Maybe it's like some Gzeira. Anyway, but it says Mufurish, if, if, they're, if they're not Muksa, just take them. He come Ravuna Bakaini the Umni. He's talking about Kaini the Umni. Kaini the Umni are Kli of a Kazuz Dam. They're Muksa. They're muksa, and maybe they're worse than muksa machmas mias. That's so mias, right? Muksa machmas mias means people generally don't use it because they're mias. But something which is so mias that no one would ever think of using it because they're mias, that maybe is muksa lekuliyama. So why it says, So then, how are you allowed to do that to the car muksasis? There's a claw we have in a few places. You're not allowed to take a kli. And put it in an eifin, which now you can't use it anymore. It's called mevatikli mechane. It's isa like seiser, or maybe baina. Some places Rashi says. So where it says b'shlif is a tree. We're talking about um, small packages, so they don't have to stay on the karmic sauces. You could shake them off, but you gently shake them off, right? You take the karmic sauces, you shake them from one to the other, you gently shake them off. That's as she says. You pile them up, and you very gently mat this a sack to get it onto the first one, and then you shake it off for the second one, and then the third one, and you manage to get it to the floor without it breaking. Okay, right. So that was the shaila. If it's right, if it's if it's without the klima chanel right? Why isn't in the buses? And if it's not a buses, so why was there a mavata klimei altogether? No, mavata klimei 
Now, why is it magically mechanic? Because it's too heavy to move, right? So there it is. The question is, why is it in the buses? And some say because it wasn't there for banish mashes, that's the Balamayim. And some say because it wouldn't be there for the entire Shabbos. Yeah, there are different reasons why it's not a buses. It says in the Braisa, if the Behema is loaded up with Tevel, which is Muksa, and Ashashis, which is glass, so so it says that you just undo the things and you let it break. You don't get Karamuksasis. So it's a stereo. Right? I mean, it's a kasha. Ephunah said you get karimuksasis, and the b'raisa says you don't. The b'raisa says you let it break. So the b'raisa says, b'kulsa. We're talking about panes of glass, which, anyway, you have to cut them to size to make windows out of them. So that's so bad if they break. Since it says it the same breath as tevel, and Tavl is something which you can't use as muksa. So the kolsa also means something you can't use at all. It's muksa. So what's the thing, even though it breaks? What do you care if it breaks? You would think lehefsid mood is also chashu kamash mulan. But what's the problem of hefsid mood? Right? What's the problem with getting karim muksasis, right? They didn't care about Hafsid Mu'ad. But what's the Isser? What's the Isser of getting Karim Muksasis? There's actually a few Pshatim and the Rishainim. One Pshat is that it's a Bittal Kli Mechane Lashah, which they only allowed for Hafsid Mu'ad. That's the Balamar. And then there's a Pshat, right? The Rishainim also discuss Rav Huna, does he hold Enkli Nittal El Etzerach Davra Nittal? There's a Gemara in Kira. Right? You might remember this. Rabbi Yitzhak says, you can't move a kli unless you're moving it for the tzayrach, that salah of a kli which is muksa. In other words, if you have a kli which is muksa, which is in trouble, you're not allowed to move a kli, even a non-muksa kli, to save the kli that's muksa. That's why Rabbi Yitzhak said, you can't take a, a um, kli to cover the egg. Right? You can't do that because ain't clean it, right? You can't also put a cleat to, to, to be macabre, the shaman. All these things that didn't have ain't clean it, those are definitely So you might have a bunch of caches, a bunch of times where you were able to save things, and all that, the Gemara answered, So at the end, it says, so Ravuna held like a Vitzchak. So this is the Rishayim's kasha. So how come you're allowed to take the karmuksasis and save the kainu d'umna or this kolsa? Why are you saying clean it So some Rishayim say nechanami. That's what the Gemara is saying because Hefsid Muba he allowed it, and Hefsid Muud he didn't, and that's the problem with Hefsid Muud. And the man says you have to come on to this. I don't remember how the Ramban answers Rafuna, but the Ramban says, oh, come on, this Iskimar wasn't going to think clean, that's a vada us, even for Pseida. Islam, Chazal didn't like when you, uh, when you matzel things. Like the Gemara there earlier, you know, only the cases where it was Shriach or this or that, the Chazal had rules that Sola is never a good thing on Shabbos. It's like a weekday activity, you might do Mulachas for it. Okay.
Tanya, Shimon Yechai Amir. Shimon Yechai said, Let's say you have a behemoth which has a shlif. What's a shlif? It's a masi of tua. And Rashi says it's tevel. Rashi says the tevel is tevel. And he wants it to be muksa. Right? It's a shlif shal tevuah. You could also say that that ruah tevuah doesn't, it's not royal lachila on Shabbos. Okay, then I'll go upon him. So, meniach reishi tachter, umusal kalitzan acher, vunaychul me'elav. You put your head under it, and you get it to move to a different side, and then it will fall. Now, Zab Shimon Yechai is talking about a case where just undoing the ropes isn't going to do it. You need a little bit more. Now it's going to stay on the behemoth. So like you, you take your head and you try to push it off with your head. That's what it sounds like. And that way it will fall. Right? It's like a total begufai. Shainim will discuss, is it only mutter because it's a hafsid? No, no, all total begufai is mutter. That's how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins. Chamayish writes another Eitzah, what to do. And as it says, Matar is Sakav, I guess it's talking about when you have saddlebags on the side. So there, if you undo the ropes, so it just fall, right? If it's Tehuna Shlif Shal Tvua, the Pshad is, how do you get it off? Right? If you don't go and physically take it off, it's not going to fall off. And there it says, you go and you, you, you start getting, yeah, maybe. Now she says it's Tevel. Yeah. You can't feed Tevel to the No. So the Gemara says, 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 The so he said, we're not going to take off the dvash. It's muksa. We're going to wait. Hametzer Shabbos mesa, and sure enough, Hametzer Shabbos, the animal died, but he was machmer. So why didn't they just take off the honey? What was the problem with that? It's muksa. Honey's not muksa. It says in the Mishnah, you could take off the kalim. We're talking about the honey was spoiled. It was hidvish, meaning it was spoiled. And then it was muksa. Sigmar says, hidvish lamay chazi. If the honey spoils, so what are you going to do with it? Why did they need it altogether? Maksis is the gamlin. He used it for medicinal purposes for gamalim. The gamalim, when they carry their heavy loads, it digs into their skin, and they get irritations on their skin. And the way to make that better is by by uh, putting in this honey on it. So even if the honey is not royal achila, it's good for a sav for the camels. And that you can't do on Shabbos, right? Because I guess it's refuah for behemoth. You had a Gemara earlier. You can't do refuah for behemoth on Shabbos. So why didn't you do that, Eitzah? Right? Why didn't he just undo the the kalim and they should fall? So the Gemara says, "Mitzdari ziki." That wouldn't have worked because the, he didn't want to waste the honey. If you would undo the things, so then the ziki, the naidais would would split open. And I guess he was willing to take his chances with the animal. 
So why don't you take karm uksasis and put it under it? So Gemara says matanfi, it gets the karm uksasis will get dirty. So what's wrong? And that's called bitul klimeichana. It's a big kiddush because you have the karm uksasis and now the dvash falls on them. Then what happens? The dvash like falls out onto the karm uksasis, and now they're all sticky, and you can't use them. That's also called bitul klimeichana. You have a kli which is now all sticky and problematic, and you can't use it. That's called bitul klimeichana. Okay. So then the Gemara says, "Kasham v'ketzar b'lechayim." How did he leave his 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 donkey with the with the things as they the whole Shabbos? That should be also tzar b'lechayim. So Gemara says, "Ksav v'tzar b'lechayim derabanan." He also tzar b'lechayim is derabanan, and therefore you're not mechuyev, I guess, b'makom that there'll be a hafsid mamanu kadaima or. Shalos, what do you mean vikat sarbal echayim? So Rashi says v'leisi deraisa v'lilchi derabanan bitul kli meichanei. That's how Rashi learns. V'sarbal echayim. So that should take care of bitul kli meichanei. There's actually a gemara earlier, and Mikvegat Sechin Zitzu. There's a gemara in Daf Kufchav Chesam and Beis where you had an animal that fell into the water. And it says you could get karm uksasis and help out the animal with the karm and uksasis. The says it's mavat the kli meichanei. So the Gemara says he holds sarbal echayim is deraisa. Right? That's what the Gemara there said. It said if you can manage to take care of the animal, fine. If not, put on karm uksasis. The Gemara says v'kavat the kli meichanei. Sav v'kavat the kli meichanei derabanan. Sarbal echayim deraisa. What's the deraisa of dachah derabanan? So the Gemara says here the same thing. You have an issue of sarbal echayim. So do this bitul kli meichanei. So this was a shail and we shine him a little bit because when you do bitul kli meichanei, if you hold tzar balechayim deraisim, or maybe you could just be metaltal muksa because of tzar balechayim deraisim. In other words, is that right? If you're doing tzar balechayim, maybe tiltal muksa would be a better option than than bitul kli meichanei. But there was some Rishayim that learned, I think they're in Ban, that said, no, you can't really do these things even if it's Arbalechayim, even if you hold their Isa. What you'd have to do is, you'd have to be matted a sack and then the, let it break. Let it break. Arbalechayim. But there were other Rishayim that held, I forgot exactly which ones, that said, no. Right, when it was what's Pshat Rashi, right? Rashi says that the 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 bittul kli meichanei derabanan, right, would be nidcha because it's hab lechayim deraisa. You could take care of both if you let the the drash break. And some say no, just like the Torah allowed to work with an axe, right, work in the field or take a camel on long distances and things like that, even though. It's not easy for the animals. But that's their job. Right? The animals are made. L'shim v'shadim. Tzai is when there's a tzai that the person doesn't need. So then you have to save the animals from the tzai. But let's say it's negay for the person. 
It's a shaila of the animal getting bitzar, but you're not having your economic needs. So then you let everybody be bitzar. Right? You do as much as you could, but it's if, if, if there's a choice, the person comes first, even the person's comfort, even the person's money. So here also, you're not mechayiv to, to lose money, because it's Sarab Alechayim. That's what Sarab Mishayim says. That's what Rashi says. Right? So you're not going to have to lose money. Elamai. So that's, that's, that's not an option. Elamai. You can take the karmic sasa. So now, that's the conflict between Buddha Klima Echanai and Sarab Alechayim. I think the Chazanish learns that the Pshan and the Ramban that said that that Sarab Alechayim would mean that you have to lose the money is because you're not using the animal. That's when you use the animal. But if it somehow comes into conflict, then Sarab Alechayim is the right. So even if you're going to lose money, but you know, Sarab Alechayim. You to use an animal. That's the, that's the din. You can't, uh, okay. Interesting machlekes. Now the Gemara goes into a different topic, a related topic. Abaye Ashle le the Kamashaf Shifle le Be'agaba de Chamra. Abaye saw that Rabba was taking his son and rubbing him on the back of a donkey. Rubbing him on the back of a donkey. Rashi says, Shashaya Tinaik. It was to, uh, you know, the Tinaik should, uh. Playing. Yeah, to playing. That was a, what he was doing. Abaye asked Rabbah, how are you allowed to do that? There's an Isser to use Balechayim. Like it says in the Mishnah in Bay, you can't ride on a Hamar. You can't ride on a Hamar. The Gemara says the reason is because you might um, you might cut off a uh, branch to to use it to hit the Hamar. Al-Kobanim, you can't ride on a Hamar. And Abaye assumed that it means any type of use of the animal is included in riding. I'm not riding on the back of the animal. I'm using the side of the animal. And the Rabbanim will only gaze when you ride or use or lean on the back of the animal. But the side of the animal, that doesn't count. And how I know? The Tanan is a Mishnah here. The Mishnah says, You have your Chamar, you got to the Chatzah Chitzayna, you're allowed to undo the ropes, and the bag's full. My love, b'chaver gavalki. What's a chaver gavalki? Raji says, chaver means shtayim mechubar is yachat. And gavalki, says, is ashkans. Which, what does that mean? So the guy in the bottom says it means uh, bags. So I guess Chavah Gavalki means a pair of bags, a Hizchabras of two bags. So how did they go together? That the, the bags are together, and you have to get them off, and there's no way you could really undo the rope without leaning on the side of the Chamar. See, Taisa says a little bit different. Rashi sounds like the guy himself has to lean on the chamar to get it. I don't have the case so well. I, why can't he just lean over the chamar? But I guess the pshat is that the two ropes are on two opposite sides of the chamar, and you got to get them both together. So the only way you can really get the two ropes is if you're leaning on the chamar to lean over to get the other rope, the other strap. 
Taisa says a job different. Taisa says that when they're tied together, they're leaning on each other. That's the way. That's the way you would you would you would make the saddlebags that each one is supporting the other one. So it's impossible to untie them without first lifting them up. When you lift them up, so then they're automatically going to be pushed into the side of the animal. That would be called the mishtamish mitzdadim. But either way, you have the chavir gavalki. So the only way to untie them is by either you leaning on the tzadim or the bags leaning on the tzadim, like Taisa says. So you see tzadim like azum. So I says loy bechaver agavalki. Not not agavalki. Agalavki. What the, the, the first one was chaver gavalki, and this is chaver agalavki. The loy avid tzadim. The chaver agalavki was that they're not mechubiyachad. There's a uh, there's like a ring and they're both they're both attached to the ring. So you just kind of pull out the the pin that's holding the ring together and then they're both gonna plot. Inami or Balachta. They have um, they have a uh, what are they called? They have a uh, it was also a ring, but it was a ring that was not made out of metal, it was a ring made out of uh, what do you call it, of of leather. But either way, it sounds like that it was Put together, held together by some sort of a pin, a peg, which you just pull out and it just parts it. So you don't have to be saying on the tzadim. Good. These were different things. So seemingly very familiar to Amiron. They always had the chamayim, and there were different ifanim how to get the saddlebags on. So the more I want to make a raif in the Mishnah tzadim amutter because the normal way how you mount the sakin if it's chaver gavalki. Is Ayyadeh Mishtamish Mitzdadim? Why? says, no, it could have been a different system of saddlebags which didn't require Shemish even Mitzdadim. Eisrei, but they write a kasha. It says, Shtayim Bidei Adam, Vachas Vilang Shev, and El Labiyantav. Let's say you make a sukkah in a tree. So if you have two walls of the sukkah, which is made Bidei Adam, not in a tree, and the third wall of the sukkah is made in the tree, it's kasha. The sukkah is kasha. Because the sukkah in a tree is kosher, it doesn't matter. Schach can't be mechubalakarka. But a daifin, a wall of a sukkah, could be mechubalakarka. So if two of the walls are, right, are bidi adam and one is the ilan, it's kosher. The sukkah is kosher. But you can't go into the sukkah on yantif. Why can't you go into the sukkah on yantif? So Rashi says, because the schach is on the tree. The schach is on the tree. And seemingly, when you go into a sukkah, you put your stuff on the schach. It's a funny thing. But that's what he says. You put the stuff on the schach. Now, it doesn't mean you can't climb the tree. You're not climbing the tree. The sukkah is on the ground. What does it mean, ain't oilin la biyamtif? Rashi says, going into a sukkah is called oilin. Whenever the Gemara in Sukkah discusses going into a Sukkah, the Gemara says the word Eilin. Or whenever it talks about going out of a Sukkah, it says Meridin or Yardin. Right? Few Mishnahis in Sukkah that way. That's what Rashi says. You know why? Rashi says the reason is, I, I might have said that the reason is because the Sukkah is a hell of a good place. You know? It's like uh, when you go into a Sukkah, you get it for Sanaliya Ruchni. Rashi says, because the sukkahs usually were on the roof. This sukkah is not on the roof, right? The tree is not on the roof. 
But since sukkahs are usually on a roof, so therefore we call any time someone goes into a sukkah, island. So therefore, even when the sukkah is clearly not on the roof, we're going to use the word island, meaning to enter the sukkah. So if you have two of the walls made on the ground, midday adam, and the third wall is a tree, you're allowed to use a sukkah, it's a kasher sukkah, but you're not allowed to use it on yamtif. Why not allowed to use it on yamtif? Because if you go into a sukkah and the schach is being supported by the tree, you'll probably put something on the schach. That's what they did, I guess. So Gemara says, My love, the chok baby ilan. Wouldn't you think that you're making a wall in a tree? Means you, you, you're gonna chok baby ilan. You're gonna engrave, you're gonna pierce the tree. And you're gonna put the kanem of the wall in the tree. So that's stodim. The chok baby ilan, now let's stodim. It's not an asurit. If you have the wall of the sukkah that's on the side, right? It's 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 in the side of the tree. So that's stodim. The Gemara compares behemoth to tree, right? You're not allowed to ride an animal. You're not allowed to use a tree. So just question is, what about the side? So wouldn't this wall of the sukkah be in the Right, Rashi says you were chok bebilon vaisu bekanim shal defanes ben akam shenak of harbe beguf vishalilon. So it's stodim. So Gemara says like the kafil ilon v'anach sicha chalavi tikar mishdamish beilon. You took the tree, you bent over the upper branches of the tree, and that you made into the wall. So it's the actual tree. Not the tzadim of the tree, it's the top of the tree that's turned into the wall of the sukkah. That's not tzadim. Sigamara so says, Saif, Saif. Ah, Mara says, Iyachi, Ema Saif. Shalash be'adam achas be'ilam. If you have three be'adam and one in the ilan, Sheir of oil nabiyantif. Then you're allowed to go on yantif. Either kafil ilan, am I oil nabiyantif? If you, if you, um, bent over the actual tree, so why is it oil nabiyantif? So what do you think? That you were chokin the tzadim and tzadim also, you have the same kasha. So you say, if I don't be yamtiv. So you say, the have a minute, right? What's the difference if you have two walls be the adam and one wall in the tree? Or if you have three walls be the adam and the fourth wall in the tree? What's the difference? So you might somehow ask the kasha if you were kaf the ilan. Why says the same kasha would apply if you were chokin the tzadim? What's the difference? El Hasam Bigavaza Persachna. The Ilan Guva Deva Malmudashavye. That means that's the Gavza Persachna. The Gavza Persachna means the branches of a very thick tree. So you didn't have to make walls you didn't have to put the wall on the on the top of the tree or on the side of the tree. The tree itself is a wall. The tree itself is a wall. And you didn't put the schach on the tree. You put the schach on the other three walls. The ikachilik between the two walls and the third wall is if the schach is on the wall. If it's two with the other and one in the tree, so then the schach is on the wall of the tree. So if you're going to use the schach, you're using the tree. But if you have three walls and the fourth wall is a tree, so then the schach is not there. So Rashi says, well, the skach is not on the tree, so why do we have to switch it to the gavs of Prasachna? Why don't we just say that you made the wall on the tree the other way? Either you were chakak the kanem in the tree, 
or you uh, cuff the tree. As long as the schach is not... If the main difference between the two walls and the three walls is that the two walls is when the schach is on the... Right? The two walls with the tree, the schach is... Right? Because you need the schach on all three walls. Practically speaking, that's what the Masha says. You can't really do it with two walls. So if you have three, two walls with the other and one in the tree, so obviously the schach is going to be on the tree. If you have three with the other and the fourth is the tree, then the schach won't be on the tree. So why do you have to make a chilek between Gavza Prasachna and the... Right? So Rashi says, because if you're not using it for the schach, and you don't need it for a third wall, it's a fourth wall, so no one's going to bother too much making an elaborate uh, arrangement of how the wall is going to fit into the tree. If the tree would be the wall, then you'll do it. If not, you're not going to bother. That's what Rashi says. That's Rashi's kasha, right? Because came in the day from the view, then I can even bother making a wall. Okay. They canami and averaya the ktani zeh klal kol shiuli natal ilu v'chol lamet el nebiyamtif shmami no. The Gemara makes a rule about this. What's the pshat that when you have two be the adam and one in the tree it's aser, but three be the adam and the fourth in the tree it's mutter? It depends. If the wall is necessary for the schach, in other words, the schach is leaning on the wall, then it's aser. If the wall is not necessary for the schach, the schach is not leaning on the wall, then it's mutter. So that's the chilek. So Mel, you don't really have a raya from the Mishnah to Tzadim, because the Mishnah could be talking about Tzadim. That was one case of the tree being the wall. It also could be talking about where you took the entire tree and bent it over, and it's on the goof of the tree. Maybe it's a machlekes tanam. It says, Ein eil labiyamtif. Rabbi Shimalaza, I'm Rishim Meir, eil labiyamtif. Why is a machlekes tanam? When you have two be the other and one in the tree, the Mishnah was saysim, ain't a lebiyantif. But the Brayse brings a sheet of Shem Lazim Shem Emeya, ain't a lebiyantif. So, my love, welcome if we get, my love, it's Stadim Asurim. Maybe we're talking about Stadim. If we're talking about the go for the tree, what's the Machlaikis? Elamai, we're talking about Stadim. And that's the Machlaikis. My love, it's Stadim Asurim. Umar, Savim Mutarim. So, it's a Machlaikis of Stadim Asurim and Stadim Amutarim. So, Gemara says, Amr Abayi Loi, the Kul Amat Stadim Asurim. They all would hold Stadim as Asurim. So why is he not? Tevacha, but Sidate Stadim Kamiflagi. You're not being Mishtamish with the side of the tree. You're being Mishtamish with something which is attached to the side of the tree. So that's called Sidate Stadim. Sidate Stadim Kamiflagi. So, Rashi says in the cover, Manasunim Bekanim Stadim, Vasich Nasan Al Gabin is Sidate Stadim. The wall is Stadim, and the Schach on the wall is Sidate Stadim. So, Marisavet Sidate Stadim Asurim, or Marisavet Sidate Stadim Mutarim. One knows the size of the size is Asur, the other size is Mutarim. Rav Amar, Man the Asur Bet Stadim Asanam Bet Sidate Stadim, Man the Shari Bet Stadim Sharanam Bet Rabbi doesn't hold the chilek. Either you'll say the gufa ilan is aser and the tzadim are mutter, or if the tzadim are aser, so the tzidei tzadim are also aser. Rabbi held the chilek, we'll see in the Gemara. The Gemara's maskan is like a bias chilek.